Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to episode number 305. Shout out to Pitbull of Underground Sports Philadelphia. KB coming at you solo dolo this episode. But before we get started, got to give a shout out to our amazing sponsors like we always do because they make this podcast happen. Our local sponsors, of course, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, the homies over at Tomahawk Shades doing the damn thing. Big time stuff. The Small Batch Collective. They've got their Valentine's Day edition of hoodies up right now. Once they're sold, they're gone for good. So check out the Small Batch Collective at TomahawkShades.com. Fill up your cart with the best blue light you know, glasses in the game, the sunglasses, top notch, and all the extras that they have on their site. And when you go to check out, use our promo code USP to get 25% off your order at checkout. I did a little math earlier, not not a big deal, but you know, when you go to add a small batch collective hoodie to your cart and you use our promo code, it knocks that bad boy down from $70 to $52.50. Absolute certified steal of the decade. Tomahawkshades.com, affordable lifestyle, sunglasses, and more. And guys, when I'm recording this, it's it's Valentine's weekend. So by the time you're listening to this, I know the day has come and gone. But we want to make sure you're ready for wherever any night may take you. And that's why our friends at Manscaped, the global leader in men's below the waist and above the waist grooming now, are here to tell you, that you need to use the best tools for the job so you can be ready for anything on any special day. Two million men, myself included, are already trusting Manscaped products to groom. Make sure you are one of them. Your girl can't figure out what to get you this year for Valentine's Day. Maybe it's a little bit of a delayed gift as well. Tell her to get the gift that's for you and for her. And the best way to get started is with the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0, full of the best products to keep you looking, smelling, and feeling nice. The Perfect Package 3.0 is led by their revolutionary third-generation lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which has advanced skin-safe technology and features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. It's also waterproof, which prevents a mess on the bathroom floor and in the sink, especially when it's time for Cupid to shoot his arrow. And let's be real, we've smelled the worst down there before, and that's why we're thankful for the Crop Preserver, and Crop Reviver. These products keep our boys from sweating, smelling, and sticking. And guys, these products smell good. Their manly scent is attractive and will help set the mood, if you know what I mean. The Perfect Package 3.0 will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxers that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day long. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers 
to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers that are easily the comfiest boxers I've ever put on my body. And complete your grooming game with the new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. With the same signature scent that's in all Manscaped formulas, this cologne is a perfect complement to the collection. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. So don't delay, get 20% off and free shipping with our code USP at manscaped.com. Your balls will indeed thank you. That's right, get 20% off and free shipping with the code USP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use our code USP. Happy Valentine's Day from Manscaped and Underground Sports Philadelphia. And I'd be absolutely silly not to tell you guys about our friends, our new latest sponsor, Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, the fastest growing craft spirit in Pennsylvania. They're headquartered in Old Kensington, Philadelphia, currently closed due to COVID, but once that bad boy kicks those doors back open and we're rocking and rolling, best believe we'll be hanging out doing a lot of content over at Stateside Vodka because they have a full bar, they have restaurants, and they offer distillery tours weekly. Speaking of weekly, there's seven days in a week, and that's how many times they distill their vodka. Seven times distilled, certified gluten-free, and it's blended with electrolytes, making it the first vodka on the market with a mineral composition on the same spectrum of electrolytes found in that sports drink that you know and love that starts with the letter G. It's also the first actively hydrating vodka on the market, and Stateside Vodka has won awards for best package in the world. Go over to statesidevodka.com right now to purchase your vodka. Delivery radius anywhere in the U.S. Promo code USP to receive 10% off the one liter vodka bottles at statesidevodka.com. Must be 21 or older to order. Please drink responsibly. That's promo code USP for 10% off the one liter vodka bottles at statesidevodka.com. So it hasn't been too eventful with uh, Philly sports as of late the past couple of days and over the weekend. Uh, the Sixers obviously played on Thursday and on Saturday, so we're going to recap those games. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the issues that they're dealing with because they're on a two-game losing streak after beating the Kings on Tuesday. And this team needs to figure out how to hit some threes and take some threes. Uh, but they lose that game to the Blazers in absolutely heartbreaking fashion because Seth Curry hit that banger of a, a three-pointer in clutch time, and uh, they just ended up losing that game 118-114. to They lose the Suns 120-111. to And this team, for whatever reason, it's like they got a, a lot of shooters uh, to put around Embiid and Simmons, and for whatever reason this year, they're, it's like 14 or some odd games straight that they've been out-attempted in three-pointers by their opponents. And everything that we thought coming into this season was that this team was going to start taking more threes and being more opportunistic from deep, and that just hasn't been the case over the last month or so. So there's that. And then obviously, since Shake Milton's been kind of on a slump and then got injured... The bench really hasn't produced the way we would want. It was dope to see underground athlete and the homie uh, Mike Scott make his uh, comeback from his injury over the weekend. But the bench is just struggling out of their minds right now. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. 
Um, you know, Furkan Korkmaz was cold this weekend from three. You know, it, it's a strange thing. And one of the, the annoying things I get, and I talked to host of the Unplugged Shot Clock Instagram series, Richie Rivera, about all the time is like, what is the point of having Terrence Ferguson on this team? Homie doesn't play. He's not a good dude off the court. And, you know, unless they're planning on using him in a trade, I just don't see his value on this team, and it's just a waste of a roster spot. Um, the bench has been just brutal. Absolutely brutal. Something needs to be fixed with the bench. Uh, they have two guys that play center that behind Dwight Howard that don't do – anything for this team really in terms of just production and and value wise and even Dwight has had his struggles so I mean the bench big time issue in my book and then just being cold from three and not taking the three-point opportunities that you should be taking with guys on this team that you have like Danny Green like Seth Curry Furkan Korkmaz Tobias Harris the the list goes on and on with the amount of guys on this team that are capable and willing to shoot threes and it's it's a big time issue for this team right now if they want to continue to win the way that we know they're capable of and if they want to win in the playoffs and beat these big time teams like the Bucks like the Nets you know and teams in the West if they end up getting that far in terms of getting to the finals they need to be able to shoot the three ball and do it effectively otherwise there's no shot for this team no pun intended of, of making a deep run with the talent that they have, and that just is unacceptable. So, Daryl Morey, if, if you're listening to this podcast, which we know you're, you're a pretty avid listener, we'd say. Still waiting for the follow-back, but that's cool. Uh, we, we need to upgrade this bench, hands down. They need a stretch five. These, these big men on this team are not doing it. Um, I think the, the link to PJ Tucker during the James Harden saga of this team was too real. And, you know, with the previous time spent with Daryl in, in Houston, I think PJ Tucker makes a load of sense for this team. You know, it lets you go a little bit small. PJ can play with Embiid, I'd say, at the four if you needed him to. And this team just needs to not be afraid to shoot the three. They need to take calculated shots, but they can't be afraid to shoot. You know, against Phoenix, Tobias Harris not shooting uh, a single three-pointer is just unacceptable. Like, you can't have that happening with this team if they want to go far and continue to build upon this lead that they have in the East, still being the number one seed. Like, let's not get that twisted. But if they want to hold on to this lead and continue to build upon it, they're only two games up on the Bucks, two and a half on the Nets, when Wednesday night they were four and a half games up on the Nets. You need to continue to bully these teams that you're playing against and, and play to the ability that you know you can. And just being reluctant and not quick at shooting the three is what's killing this team right now. They're 7-7 seven and seven on the road. You know, the the road struggles kind of creeping up again. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10 uh, overall games. They just need to they need to start firing off shots, and it just it can't be willy-nilly shots. Um, I don't understand the whole, you know, disregard for using Tyrese Maxey. I know he's looked like more of a rookie than 
a superstar in the past couple of weeks, but give the kid a confidence boost. Like, let him play when you put some of these bench units out. Um, but the three-point reluctance and, and just the lack of reliability and dependability of guys that are behind Joel Embiid on this roster is a big-time issue and needs to be solved sooner rather than later. And I'm, I'm sure... Daryl Morey's looking at this roster saying, okay, what can we do to fix this? Because it's almost at the point where it's getting out of hand and you need to fix it in order to, you know, be able to go on. A, the trade deadline is creeping up. You know, it's it's mid-February now. You, you've done a lot of assessing in the first couple of months of the season. You need to figure out, you know, who's going to be willing to deal, who's willing to, you know, talk trade with you. And when you look at the standings of some of these other teams, you know, the Rockets, their third worst team in the West right now, sure. You know, they're only three and a half back of the Warriors for the eight seed. And they're, you know, just on the, the brink of the playing games. But if you're the Rockets and you got all those picks for, you know, James Harden and you trade a Russell Westbrook for John Wall and there's there's got to be something brewing through the Rockets' mind saying, okay, what can we do to continue to build upon what we have going here for the future. You've got the Timberwolves who are just absolutely dreadful. The Thunder not playing necessarily well. The Pistons, the Wizards, the Magic, the Cavs, uh, and the Bulls. I don't know if a big-time blockbuster deal is going to go down, but something needs to happen for this team if they want to you know, really view themselves as legitimate contenders up against the Bucks and the Nets and then any team towards the top in the in the West, and you get a, a big time shot, uh, you know tonight as you guys are listening to this Monday night uh, against the Utah Jazz, who have the best record in the NBA at twenty two and five. Hey, hey, you, yeah, you listening to this podcast right now? You're listening to an underground sports Philadelphia podcast. You should probably know that we have an entire catalog of podcasts. On this network. So what I want you to do right now, once you finish this episode, after you finish subscribing, leaving a five-star review down in the Apple Podcast section, I want you to search Underground Sports Philadelphia and go check out our catalog of podcasts, especially our flagship TV and movie podcast for streaming services called Streamer Season. We have breakdowns of Amazing shows coming out weekly. You should definitely check it out. That's Streamer SZN. Search it on your favorite podcast app and give us a follow on social media. You won't regret it. Check out all the awesome podcasts on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network and thank me later. Now, back to the show. But I just fired up everybody's favorite website, the NBA Trade Machine. And I've been talking with Richie about a few options. I don't know if Kyle Lowry is an option just because of his contract where he's making $30 million. But you'd probably have to throw in picks with this trade option that I just did in the trade machine. But you go get P.J. Tucker. You trade one of the the two like third-string backup men, Vincent Poirier or Tony Bradley, along with Terrence Ferguson. You throw in maybe a couple first-rounders, late first-rounders, future first-rounders. It's a successful trade. I I see no issue with it. You give Houston a couple draft picks that it seems like they want to stockpile. 
you're going to be drafting late in the first round, hopefully, for the next couple of years anyway. And those are two guys that, either way, whether it's Poirier or, or Tony Bradley and then Ferguson, that aren't really contributing any value to your team right now. And I think it immediately helps the Sixers in terms of just win percentage, in terms of going and, and creating new uh, options lineup-wise. I think it's an overall good trade, and it should be something that's on Daryl's mind. The other Wells Fargo Center residents, the Philadelphia Flyers, haven't played in a week. It's been since Super Bowl Sunday since they've last played a game due to COVID protocols. And the team has about seven players now, I want to say, on the COVID-19 protocol list. Uh, The original member, I believe, is uh, Travis Sanheim. He is now off the list. And um, he did not play on Super Bowl Sunday. He's been removed from the list. He got removed on Sunday. uh, And now, although they, they get somebody removed... They add somebody as Travis Konechny is now on the COVID-19 protocol list getting added Valentine's Day. So the current Flyers list is uh, Travis Konechny, Claude Giroux, Jake Voracek, Oscar Lindblom, Scott Lawton, and Morgan Frost, and Justin Braun. The biggest like scare here, and obviously I want everybody to make a full recovery, be completely healthy, but... Oscar Lindblom having COVID or potentially coming in contact with somebody with COVID because obviously being on the list doesn't mean they've tested positive. It just means they either have tested positive or they've come in close contact with somebody that has. It is freaking scary that Oscar Lindblom has been placed on the list because, you know, the whole battle with cancer, his immune system not being 100% as what a a normal, functioning, healthy human would be. It's just terrifying to see that his name was, you know, put on the list. And then, obviously, you have Claude Giroux, Jake Voracek, Lawton, Morgan Frost, Justin Braun, and now TK. Uh, It's it's wild. And the, the Flyers are allegedly going to return to the ice for the first time in practice on Monday. So we'll see how that all goes down. Uh, they missed, you know, a week of games due to, you know, the protocols and everything. So it's the first time they're going to be on the ice in a week. So hopefully they'll have, you know, some of these other players coming off the list soon and that the team is 100% or close to 100% healthy as soon as they can be because, you know, we've seen it with every single team now uh, between the Sixers with Seth Curry. We've seen it with the Eagles, a couple players this season. Uh, and we saw it with the Phillies, obviously, early on during the 2020 shortened MLB season that, you know, this can derail a season, and obviously, health comes first. Like, you guys know, I've dealt with COVID personally, you know, my dad and everything, so I know this shit is absolutely terrible, so hoping for a a quick and, and speedy and successful recovery for anybody that has tested positive, and Hopefully it's just these guys potentially came in close contact and don't actually have COVID and we're just taking the necessary protocols like we should be in every single sport playing in the middle of a pandemic. In some Phillies news, they've officially announced the signing of Chase Anderson, which 
you know, say what you want about it. It's a it's a decent signing. It's not going to change the complexion of what this team has pitching-wise. Uh, it's quite a bit of money, you know, $4 million for a guy who he, he's just a, a solid stopgap type of guy. Um, doesn't really move the needle much for me. And I, I said this on Wednesday and a couple shows ago, too, that, you know, with this team, I would have rather put together the Matt Moore money and the Chase Anderson money together and turned it into a hardcore, like, certified guy that you can trust in. But I still think there's room on this roster to upgrade pitching, whether it's in the rotation, in the bullpen. And I'm going to say it time and time again. Taiwan Walker is the guy that I want on this team. He makes a ton of sense. He's, you know, there's a bit of risk signing him because he's coming off of injury. He's dealt with injuries in the past. But he's a guy that has the upside to take this rotation to the next level. And for all intents and purposes, if he's on, he can be your number three starter and extend this rotation so much more than what it is right now. Um, Potentially allows you to put Matt Moore in the bullpen or Chase Anderson in the bullpen and have weapons coming every which way in relief of whoever's starting any given game. And it seems like they're taking things really slow with Spencer Howard recovering from the injury and just trying to see what they truly have in him. I, I do truly think he's going to be an absolute stud uh, when given the opportunity and when he's 100% healthy. I just think they're they're taking it slow because he's dealt with injuries in the past with his shoulder and with his elbow. So I'm, I'm totally fine with that. But I think, you know, we as fans and, and people who cover the team like we do, uh, it was one of those things where we thought Spencer Howard was going to be kind of like penciled into the rotation to start the year. And now they've signed Matt Moore and Chase Anderson, and it makes it look like the rotation is going to be filled out by those guys and, you know, whoever else potentially comes in on a minor league contract, battles for a spot in spring training. I say you get Taiwan Walker in here ASAP because he's a guy that it, it just gives you so much more confidence behind your top three. This Phillies team has a load of confidence in Zach Eflin. I have a lot of confidence in him as well. Um, don't know if it's on the same level as the Phillies, but if he's our number three starter consistently this season, I'm going to be going to be very excited for you know the way that this rotation can really fill out. I think you know there's there's some room to upgrade the bench a little bit still. There's allegedly rumors Brad Miller could be on his way back. Bamboo Brad being back would be electric for the fan base. A little bit of pandering there to the fans. Um, and I mean, he's been good. Even when he left the Phillies, he was hitting at a incredible rate. So, I mean, Brad Miller being a, a bench bat is not a bad signing whatsoever, especially now that Jay Bruce has also gone to the Yankees. Uh, goodbye, Bruce. I'm going to miss tweeting out, uh, Jay Bruce gifts of Bruce from Finding Nemo, but, uh, Brad Miller coming back. I'm all for it. Dude absolutely rakes. He's a fan favorite, oddly enough. I think a lot of people will be very happy to have Brad Miller back, have the bamboo lore come back for a, a second go-round. And it's a it's a great bench option. He can play a little bit of the outfield, plays the infield well, and like I said, he rakes. So Brad Miller, bring him in, get him signed. Um, we do have scheduling, though. So first spring training game is right around the corner. 
February 28th. We are 13 days away as you guys are listening to this from our first Philly spring training baseball game. 105 start on a Sunday against the Detroit Tigers. And I am super excited. I want to do backflips. I can't wait. Um, Kind of a piece together spring training schedule. You got Detroit, Baltimore, Toronto, the Yankees, and Pittsburgh is the the teams that they'll be facing for the month of March and obviously February 28th as well. But having a schedule is like one of the most fun and like anticipated events for, you know, summer being around the corner. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And hopefully, you know, the way that, that vaccines are rolling out and things are, you know, on the up and up in terms of getting things under control with COVID Hopefully we'll be back in stadiums, you know, sooner than later, Um, because I certainly miss going down to CBP and watching the boys play. I keep getting, you know, memories from social media apps. Oh, you were here on this day a couple years ago or this, you know, just a year ago. And uh, I I miss live sports immensely. I miss doing events with the podcast and and linking up with some of you guys when we run into you. Um, So we'll definitely be, you know, on watch for that and when it's safe enough to to do things best believe we will be doing a lot of things with our fans and you guys because you make this podcast happen so spring training being right around the corner is exhilarating you guys know Matt and I are big baseball heads Dylan as well I'm probably one of the biggest Phillies fans you'll ever meet and it uh it excites me seeing a, a schedule printed and ready to rock and roll I, I can't wait. I'll be locked into my TV February 28th at 1.05, and hopefully there's a broadcast of this game uh, because nothing gets me more excited and giddy than Phillies baseball. And uh, we can also celebrate that the Jake Arrieta era is over. He's headed back to the Cubs, and he's not ours anymore. So, I mean, the way the Phillies are shaping up, like, I think there's potential for them to wind up being, like, that number three team uh, to come out of the NL East, which could potentially wind up being a playoff spot. I also think that if they want to lock that in, they need to do a lot more to upgrade this team, work the margins if they don't want to spend a ton of money. Um but I think some of these minor league players that they've signed, like Brandon Kinsler's totally going to make the roster. Um, you don't just offer a guy $3 million if you make the opening day roster to let him sit in the minors and, and play at Lehigh Valley. That's just not going to be the case. So I totally expect Kinsler to be in the bullpen 110%. Um, I also think that there's going to be you know guys like Hector Rondone, I think there's going to be a, a ton of guys that they've signed to minor league deals to kind of manipulate the roster a little bit and, and get them onto the major league roster because they're just too good to not be when it boils down to everything. Like they're the guys that they have chilling on these minor league contracts are just too good to not be on a major league roster and not to slight anything. They're too good to not be on the Phillies major league roster. Um, so there's still a lot of holes that they have to fill and I'm sure they'll work a lot of that out in spring training, but I'm, I'm coming around and, and liking the way that things are, are going for this team. Um, 
I'm excited to see some of the new additions. I'm excited that JT is back, obviously, and Didi Gregorius. And I think there's real potential for this team to finally get to the postseason for the first time in a decade. Like, it's been entirely too long, and it's time to get back on the right track and and focus on the postseason, know that this is the window of opportunity to start winning again and, and making sure that you're maximizing the potential of the guys that are in their prime, like Aaron Nola, like Bryce Harper, JT, Didi, Alec Bohm being, you know, the, the key quote-unquote prospect young guy piece, Reese Hoskins prime, Zach Wheeler, Zach Eflin, getting what you can out of Andrew McCutcheon. Um, you know, there's there's a window of opportunity here for the Phillies to really capitalize on. And unfortunately, I still don't think they're better than the Braves. Do I think their pitching's better? Their starting pitching? Absolutely. I don't think the Braves' starting pitching does that much for me. They have a couple pieces, but overall, I think you can outpitch the Braves uh, when it comes to the starting rotation. And you just got to be able to out-hit, and that's what this team did last year. This team hit like monsters. They just you know lost leads and, and couldn't hold leads because the bullpen was so atrocious. So... If the Phillies can go out and hit and the the pitching gets fixed and is what we hope it can be and what it looks like it can be, this could be a really exciting summer for the Phillies uh, for the first time in a long time. So I'm, I'm pumped that baseball's right around the corner. Um, can't wait for all this snow to melt away and we get some warmer weather. And uh, hopefully, you know, COVID also leaves us as well so we can get back to Citizens Bank Park and do some seventh-inning stretches and and having fun again during the summer because I certainly missed being at Citizens Bank Park in 2020, and uh, there's nothing more I want than to be back in a baseball game. But obviously, need things to be safer for everybody involved, and um, hopefully that's uh, as soon as you know it can be. So Phillies baseball on the way. I can't wait. And I'm sure this is the news that everybody's been anticipating. We had the fan vote go out not as long as I anticipated it to um, because that was a goof up on my part, but I didn't want to nullify any votes that had already been cast. But the Underground Sports Philadelphia Hall of Fame votes have been tallied and tabulated, and we will announce those live on Wednesday night's show, twitch.tv slash PHI. And um, got a lot of good nominations, got – you know, some awesome first-time uh, ballot members that are going in, and uh, it's a pretty electric time. So the the third class of Underground Sports Philadelphia Hall of Fame members will uh, be announced live right here, twitch.tv slash PHI on Wednesday, February 17th. We have officially tabulated those votes, so... Can't wait to share those results with you guys. Uh, And a little inside underground sports. Shout out to the 4th and Goal guys hosting the Golden Ball Awards presented by our sponsors at Manscaped, handing out the fantasy football of, you know, fantasy football awards for the year. Did a great job of that. It's on our Twitch channel right now. I'm sure we'll have highlights of that coming out throughout the week. And uh, Outside the Box podcast is booming. Obviously, the PLL is... uh, the place to be because former Penn State lacrosse uh, stud and Tomahawk Shades partner, our sponsor, Chris Hogan, declared for the PLL entry draft. We'll be talking about it a lot more in depth on 
the Outside the Box podcast this week, but shout out to Chris Hogan getting back in the lacrosse game. Bet you didn't know that Chris Hogan used to play football. Now he plays lacrosse. Uh, it's exciting for the sport. It's another big name coming to the PLL. And I uh, can't wait to, to see what the homie does. So, uh, you know, I'm sure this is going to cause a domino effect for people to see that, you know, there's an opportunity to play the sport of lacrosse. And uh, Chris Hogan's going to do it big time. And, you know, Penn State boy, Jersey guy, went to Monmouth. And uh, excited to see what he's going to be able to do uh, back out on a lacrosse field for the first time in a long time. But, yeah, by the time uh, our next show rolls around, we'll have, you know, hopefully an update on the Flyers. It's It's been kind of a slow week, Philly sports-wise, but uh, the, uh, the Sixers will have played against the Jazz Monday night and then Wednesday night when we're live about halfway through the show, tip off against the Rockets at the Wells Fargo Center. Finally, the road trip comes to an end. No more late starts. They've been brutal for your boy. Um and then you get the Bulls coming to town as well before you head to, I think, Tampa, where the game will be played, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, I want to thank you, the listener, for checking out an Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast. If you've been rocking with us for any amount of time, you know we have a whole catalog of podcasts, a number of franchises under our umbrella. And I want you to do me a favor. Once you're done listening to this episode, once you're done subscribing, leaving a five-star rating or review on the Apple Podcast feed, like we know you always do, I want you to hop over and check out the Outside the Box podcast on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. It's our flagship pro lacrosse podcast. Ton of fun stuff, amazing interviews, content. We know that lacrosse, you know, we're still in a bit of a limbo period, but hey, do us a favor, check it out, subscribe, leave a five-star review, and maybe learn about the sport of the future. And with that, let's get back to the show. Let's see here. Yeah, so the Sixers will head down to Tampa to take on the Tampa Bay Raptors <laughs> um, and Kyle Lowry. And then uh, the month of February rounds out with two home games against uh, the Mavericks and the Cavaliers before the month of March rolls around. And you take on the Pacers and the Jazz, both at home, and that's the that's the first half of the season right there. So we should have the second half of the schedule out soon as well and the alleged All-Star break game thing happening on March 7th. Uh, and then the trade deadline will be here before you know it, so... Make sure you guys are following us on social media at Underground PHI on Twitter and Instagram. Check us out on Facebook too, Underground Sports PHI. Just search it in your search bar. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. You can follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Castarina. Follow everybody from Underground Sports. We're putting out content as much as we can, doing the damn thing. And uh, check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com. Got a few blogs coming up very, very soon. I know we haven't posted a few in a while, but got some content coming up uh, this week, written-wise. And uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps out the show um, and helps us you know, get discovered by more and more people that are looking for Philly sports content. So... Be a friend, tell a friend, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and leave a five-star review 
or a rating. Just make sure it's five stars because that's what really matters in the end game. And we know you guys have five-star standards just like we do. Let me know how you feel about the Sixers and what they should be doing as the trade deadline gets closer and closer. Um, you know, what needs to be fixed on this team. What, how you're feeling about the Flyers coming off of hopefully this COVID break sooner rather than later. Your vibes on the Phillies as we approach, you know, our first spring training game of 2021. And anything else that comes to mind, leave it in the podcast reviews. Five stars only, like I said, because we have standards. We know you do too. Be a friend, tell a friend, because it truly does help us uh, as we are aspiring to, you know, turn this into our full-time jobs. Uh, so the more more eyes and ears on the podcast, the more it helps us create as much content as possible and make this, you know, what we do for a living and, uh, you know, pumping out content for you guys because that's what we love to do. You can also check us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. And uh, check out the catalog of Underground Sports Philadelphia podcasts as well. Just search it on your favorite podcast app, and you'll find all the shows that we're pumping out each and every week. And uh, the show would not be possible without our incredible local sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, the homies at Tomahawk Shades, Manscaped, and Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. Incredible sponsors on top of our awesome local supporters as well. TomahawkShades.com. Promo code USP gets you 25% off your order at checkout. Free domestic shipping on all orders right now. Manscaped.com. Promo code USP gets you 20% off. Free shipping and a big old thank you from your balls. And Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. You get 10% off the one liter vodka bottles at statesidevodka.com with our code USP. Must be 21 or older to order. Please drink responsibly. This has been another episode, episode number 305. Like I said, shout out to Pitbull, Pitbull, Mr. 305 uh, of Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your boy KB. We'll catch you guys on twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI and your favorite podcast apps on Wednesday. Till then, we are signing off. Peace. Peace.